What's going on everybody and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web. Each and every week we take a look at the week that just passed. I tell a little bit about my experiences, we get into some news, we talk about a central topic, and then we're out for the week. We do it again the next Thursday. So, like always, we'll jump into the very first topic, which is what's happening? What have I been up to? So, what have I been up to this week? Never mind. <laughs> what have I been up to this week? We went and saw Justice League. And this is going to be the topic of the week. I'm going to talk about Justice League in the topic of the week. But I want to just do a quick how my feelings are with the with the movie first. So we went in... Uh, the story is we have movie pass, right? So we're like, man, we got to go see Justice League today. We have to know if it's any good. It, it got terrible ratings, you know, but it's kind of hard to trust the ratings sometimes. Sometimes a movie could just be fun and you can actually enjoy it, even though the critics think it sucks. So we're like, yeah, we're going to go see this because uh, I left the theater from Batman v Superman thinking, and. That had cool parts, but what was half of that thing, you know? It was a really weird movie, and I liked sections of it, but as a package, I think it's kind of a bad movie, and I don't really enjoy it. I, don't, I haven't saw, seen it again since I saw it in the theaters. Um, the fight with Batman versus Superman, of course, the main central thing, was pretty cool, and I found it to be a little gratuitous, a little too, I don't know. That movie is something else. I didn't I didn't really particularly enjoy that one as much. I liked parts of it, like I said, but, you know, like little references to other comics. See, like the thing about these, I, I'm going to say the same thing about uh, Justice League, is they have the references to the comics that I read, so my fondness for parts of it are based around that. <laughs> so, we went... And we barely made it in time. And with the movie pass, you have to like log in when you're near the theater on your on the app before you can swipe the card. So we barely made it. And we were actually sitting like pretty close. We went to Cinema Grill, which if you haven't been to a Cinema, Cinema Grill or like an Alamo Draft House type uh, theater, they actually have food there. So we ordered like a sampler plate. And I was like, you know, it sounded pretty good. $14 though. I'm like, $14? Okay. If it's if it's pretty significant, if we get a decent amount of food, it's worth it. And of course, it's a movie theater, so we got nothing really. Um, it was like cheese sticks and fries and fried pickles, and everything was pretty good. But they didn't give us very much of anything, and I was like, I didn't really felt like I got my money's worth on that. And then they had something called the Justice Juice, right? It was like a mixed drink with like a red white and blue different liqueurs in it to make it look kind of like a you know those colors to remind you of justice league and it came in like a little 16 ounce cup like a little cup and it was not very good and it was like nine bucks so i spent like 20 something bucks on like crap that wasn't really even that good <laughs> but the movie was pretty serviceable i liked parts of it and generally i think that movie is pretty okay and I had a lot of fun watching it. There was a lot of really good references. And I feel like they actually took the tone in the right direction. So we're going to come back to this topic. I know this is a little weird. A little just disjointed. You know what? 
Let's just do the topic of the week right now. Why not? Who cares about formats? Who cares? Why not? I have other stuff to talk about what, what I've been doing this week, but let's just jump right into the topic right now. Topic of the week this week is what will, what, what can DC do to get their movies on the right track? So Justice League, okay, let's just start with Batman versus Superman. Actually, Man of Steel, that's a good one to start with because that's the very first one of these DC Extended Universe movies. So we got Man of Steel, an okay movie, but not really a Superman movie because it's not really the Superman I'm particularly, uh, like if I would read a Superman comic, that's not the Superman I would expect from a comic. Uh, he's dark, brooding, he doesn't really want his powers, he's not happy, he's not cheerful, and he's like destroying buildings, killing innocent people, fighting this threat. And then my, my argument with that movie was everybody complained, oh he destroyed the city and stuff, but Zod um, was attacking the entire earth right there in the middle of this giant metropolis, you know, this giant city. So it's like kind of hard for him to not fight Zod in the middle of the city. It, it's a dumb excuse. They probably could have wrote it better. But I found that movie to be pretty good and it had great effects and it was pretty inter entertaining to watch. And I haven't seen it in a long time. I've seen it a few times. It's a, it's a decent movie. Not my favorite, of course, but it's okay. Honestly, I'm going to say most of these movies probably aren't my favorite comic book movies or favorite movies at all. But I found I find, you know, little nuggets I like out of all of them. So next we have I think that would be Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it's I think that's it. So, it took a few years, but then they started doing these other movies. So they got Batman versus Superman, which I said before, I didn't really like the plot that much. It was okay. Right. I think that movie has a lot of problems but the general story is decent decent quote-unquote decent not not I don't know not great <laughs> I would probably say it's like a two out of five or something if I was gonna rate it which I hate ratings but that's a different story we'll talk about that another day I guess um, but yeah it's an okay movie there's parts in it I like uh, of course I like Batman generally there's some cool fight scenes with Batman and you know and the story is kind of lacks lackluster, and it's dark and muddy and black, and it's hard to see anything in half the movie. And the next movie they had was Suicide Squad, which they kind of tried to do the opposite, have more color and more fun. But the Joker sucks, and the only good characters in the movie were Harley Quinn and Will Smith's character, Deadshot. And they did some good job, good, good job uh, acting off of each other, but the the movie in general just kind of falls flat for me I think that there were cool parts to it but in general I didn't really love it I thought it was pretty fun but not like oh my god I gotta go see that again like a one-time watch just to be caught up with the universe and I don't really see how it's part of the universe anyway yet like they haven't really connected anything to that movie it was kind of his own thing which eh. I don't know I didn't really like it a lot but a lot of people seem to like it, and it actually won an Emmy for costume design, which I'm like, okay, or not an Emmy, a Grammy, right? Academy Award, whatever, for costume design. I'm like, yeah, the costumes were okay, I guess, but they weren't, like, amazing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, there's that movie. So then we saw Wonder Woman, which I talked about in another podcast, which I really, really, really liked. That's my favorite DC movie in this run of movies they've been doing. 
that's a recommended movie. I've seen that a few times now. I really like it. It's one of the only superhero movies I feel like when she shows her power, it's very impactful and they do a really great job. Like they had the scene in World War Two. Of course, it's World War Two. I think it might be World War One. No, it's World War One. They have the trenches, and then they had the no man's land, and then they show her like going across no man's land like you know being a badass and that's like one of the coolest scenes i've ever seen in a comic book movie so that that movie is i recommend that that's one of my favorite comic book movies period so we went and saw justice league and it's it's an okay movie like like i said before um they have pretty good rapport between the characters and i i just hate when they take uh, these ensemble movies and they try to slam all the characters together like introduce three four five ten characters all at once um or have all these characters and not give enough time to to any of them because there's just too much going on um which i kind of feel like this had problems with that but i know these characters from the comics of course i'm gonna know as a fan of dc comics who these characters are what their motivations are but if I was just like a fresh fresh viewer, I wouldn't really know who Cyborg was. I wouldn't really know much about Flash. I mean, you see the characters, but you probably don't know much about them. And then, of course, you probably know the legends, or not the legends, but what people say about Aquaman, that he's a crappy character, he's a corny character. And I felt like he was actually pretty corny in this, too. He's kind of just had some one-liners, and he did a couple of cool things. Like, he has some swagger, right? You know, the actor... I don't know. He didn't have like crazy performance chops or anything, but he was okay. Like he was serviceable as Aquaman. I thought he was fine. Um, Cyborg, he actually kind of had a little mini arc in there, you know, some redemption arc. I'm not going to spoil much from this movie. I'll spoil, you know, a little plot details, nothing too crazy. I don't want to spoil it for y'all, but um, I thought he was pretty cool. He, I thought the actor was good. Uh, the CG was a little messy in the the worst cg in this movie honestly okay so they had henry cavill the guy that plays superman um had come back to do research reshoots for this movie to kind of make the i think they did a lot of reshoots for this movie to lighten the tone to kind of fix some of the issues that people are like some of the complaints that people had about other dc movies like oh they're too dark they're too brooding all the characters are sad or depressed or pissed off and don't want to be there so they have these lines and this funniness you know like the joss whedon actually came in to direct uh parts of this movie if you've seen avengers joss whedon did a lot of the avenger early avengers movies and he doesn't do them anymore but that similar style and that similar uh affecting jokes those those jokes they use in those movies are kind of in justice league in some form but they come off kind of like hokey and a little bit like like you know slapped together like this part of the movie probably wasn't there before but here's the reshoot but what i was saying about this cg this really insanely bad cg is they had henry cavill 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 however you say his name come back do reshoots as superman and he has these lines right they're pretty okay the lines that you can the reason you can tell that their new lines is they CG'd his upper lip. Okay? And you're probably like, well, what are, what are you talking about? Why would they do that? He has been filming a Mission Impossible movie. I don't know if he's a villain or a main character or what, but he had a giant mustache, like a big, bur- you know, 
giant one, like a big mustache. And according to his contract for that movie, he couldn't shave it off. He needs to have that facial hair. But they needed him to come back and do reshoots of Justice League, so they had him do the reshoots in the Superman costume, everything, with this giant mustache. And, oh, here's a fix. Let's CG his upper lip and upper teeth to get rid of these, uh, you know, get rid of this crazy mustache because Superman doesn't have a crazy mustache. And it looked horrible. I saw this this image online of um, a picture of Henry Cavill with that weird, weird lip, you know, taken from in a movie theater or whatever. Next to, uh, if you've ever seen Shrek 2, I know some people probably have, but let's just say Shrek turns into a human in Shrek 2, right? They have a picture side by side, and it was kind of uncanny. They, they He looks almost like a CG Shrek, like real life Shrek. And I was just laughing my ass off at that because it was bad. It was so bad. It was distracting. It distracted me so much throughout the movie. And those scenes will probably be great on their own, right? But just having them in there with that weird lip, I cannot look at anything else in the scene. I couldn't get over it. So that killed like, I don't know, maybe 10 scenes in the movie. And it feels like a lot of his, a lot of his scenes were reshot with that stupid CG lip, which I think that's probably my least favorite part of this movie, which is sad, but Honestly, it kind of just killed a lot of the movie and it kind of killed Superman in parts to me. I'll go rewatch the movie. I'm sure rewatching it when they have a director's cut or whatever they do, uh, it'll be a lot better. But for me, during that, I was just staring at that lip, like shaking my head, like, dude, this looks horrible. Why would they make that choice? <laughs> Besides that, Justice League is a solid movie and it actually surprised me how much I liked it. And if, if I took it all together, it probably, if I was to rate it or whatever, I would probably say it's not a great movie, but it's fun. It's one of those blockbuster movies. You turn your brain off, just enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the fan, um, the stuff they do for fans in there. There's some really nice little Easter eggs and nuggets in there for DC fans. I really enjoyed and I appreciate it a lot. Um, I think it's a good movie. So... The thing is, I wanted to talk about for the topic. I know that was a long-winded way to get to this, but what should DC do next? So, as far as I could tell, I looked this up earlier. They they plan, they are in talks or working on an Aquaman movie, which, like I said before, it was an okay Aquaman. They had uh, this was a minor spoiler. If you want to, don't want to hear anything. It's like ten seconds, twenty seconds from now. Aquaman. There's an Aquaman scene underneath in Atlantis in the movie for like five minutes and I thought that looked pretty cool so I actually wouldn't mind seeing more of that um I don't know if it's gonna what kind of tone it will have I hope they I kind of feel like if they did every single one of these movies in a different tone a different style depending on the character that would be the best way to go so have a flash movie where it's fun it's kind of like a Spider-Man Homecoming, but for Flash. That's what I would like to see. You know, it's fun, energetic, you know, fast. I know it's dumb to say it's the Flash, but, you know. The TV show for the Flash was, is really, really good. They can kind of take cues from that, do their own little twist on it, and have a really good time with that. I would love to see that. Um, if they're going to continue with this universe, with these characters, I hope they do something to retcon out that Joker. 
from Suicide Squad. I do not want to see a Batman movie with dumb Jared Leto, Jared Leto, stupid tattoo Joker from Suicide Squad. It is horrible. If you haven't seen him, I'm sure most people have. He looks terrible, and his acting is kind of bad. I did not like him at all. Um, maybe a, uh, there's like two or three shining moments. Like, okay, I could see where he's go, you know, going, what he's going for with the character, but it's not Joker. It's not a Joker. It's kind of a sad imitation for a real Joker in my brain. Um, every time I think Joker and actor, I think, oh, Willem Dafoe would be amazing as Joker because he can play that crazy and he has the right bone structure and facial structure for like a really cool Joker. I don't know. It'll probably never happen, but that's the that's the actor I always have in mind when I say, oh, Joker. Hmm. Who would I, who would I pick as Joker? That, that would be awesome. Willem Dafoe is a pretty awesome actor. But they do say they are doing, uh, I think Scorsese is doing a Joker movie, which I'm like, eh. But it, they're, they're talking about these uh, doing other world movies that aren't a part of the universe, which is awesome. I would love to see that in general. Just that concept is brilliant and awesome. I mean, it's not brilliant. It just seems like... Why focus on a universe when you can just make a really badass Batman Beyond movie, live action? Why not? And if that one kicks off, you know, why not make a sequel to that particular Batman Beyond movie? It's not that hard. It doesn't all always have to connect. You don't have to be Marvel. Do your own thing. Like, okay, think about it this way. They have Elseworld Superman, right? And it's the Superman that grew up, let's just say, it's just some other Superman that grew up in Canada, and it's like Superman from Canada, right? They could do something fun with that. Why not? They could do some crazy fun stuff. And the movies could be actually really fun. And they give it to a director that really wants to put their all into it. And not just make the next part of this trilogy or this whatever. This series of uh, extended universe that nobody really you know, cares about. I know there's a group of people that care about it. But it feels like they don't know where they're going with it. And if they do, they're not really communicating that they, that they actually know where they're going with it. Why not just do a bunch of really fun movies? Like, that's all we want to see. I want to see Batman in his own movie do something badass. Like, look at Dark Knight. That trilogy was incredible. And now it's its own little story. That's its own little thing. Like, that's a Batman that's unlike any other Batman. And that's one of my favorite Batmans because they, cause he did such a good job at showing us that Batman, uh, that Batman, that style of Batman, they, they showed us, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, <laughs> but they showed us such a cool story when they created that trilogy. And then they got, of course, the Tim Burton one, which, you know, some people like, some people don't. And then, you know, it it's not that hard in, to think about. You just make some really cool movies and people are going to go see them. It's Batman. It's Superman. There's some of the they're the biggest heroes, right? Why aren't they? I don't know. Why aren't they making these movies where people love them and they're really fun to see? I don't get it, you know? And Batman's a really interesting character. There's a lot you can do. Like, Lego Batman movie is a good example of just something one-off that's so fun. And that movie is... In, I, I wouldn't say it's maybe like the best movie ever or something. But it's so funny and it's really entertaining. And it's a family movie. And it works with Lego. And, you know, that's a good example, really. 
uh, Wonder Woman could have been just like a one-off thing if they would have focused mostly on her and didn't have the little tie-ins with everything it would have been amazing just by itself they don't need to have this universe I don't think that's just my opinion though because if you look at comics the continuity never really lines up with most books anyway why not just have some fun and make some stupid crazy movie you can make your Joker movie with Scorsese and it can be dark and twisted and amazing and fun well not fun dark and twisted and amazing and crazy or whatever <laughs> show i don't want to see joker's origin story though show gotham from joker's point of view that would be an awesome movie you know you see he, batman come in and it's focusing all on joker that would be an interesting idea for a movie i would love to see that that'd be awesome that's a cool idea there's so many different angles you could take especially with just in Batman, in general, he has such a good, good roster of bad guys. You know, you can do a whole series of movies with different villains. Whatever. All I'm saying is that DC needs to figure its shit out. Because Marvel has found out they have a good formula. Not every single movie is the best. Like, Doctor Strange is a great movie. I liked it. But I, I have no desire to really watch it again. Like, I'm not like, oh my god, that was so good. But there are movies in all the marvel movies that i think like oh my god they're so good like uh uh captain america civil war or captain america winter soldier both of those i would watch right now i love those movies they're really good <laughs> you know uh guardians of the galaxy one and two both really good thor ragnarok i recently saw it it's fresh in my brain so i'm trying to i didn't say that first i'm like maybe i didn't like it as much as i thought i did but i like that movie a lot and i would watch it again right now it's a really good movie so I don't know the extended universe thing is pretty cool right for marvel it's awesome that they're doing it um i feel like dc should either start over with something brand new and just start from scratch or they should just do a bunch of different movies and a bunch of different universes and just have fun with it because trying to just make this huge universe isn't really working for them in my opinion and I would like to I would like to know what you guys think about that. What do you think DC should do in the future? And what are your opinion on comic book movies in general? Maybe this entire topic just bored you to death. Maybe you're not even listening anymore because who cares, right? What's your opinion on comic book movies? And what do you think that DC should do in the future? What kind of movies would you see? What char what kind of characters would you like to see? And uh, if you want to respond to this, there's a forum post in, on cartridgeclub.org in the forums under frantic thoughts and we'll talk about it there you can also hashtag frantic thoughts and leave a reply and i will read them on the next show so that's the topic of the week um i know it was kind of weird to have it here but that's just kind of how it happened <laughs> so let's, let's continue with what's happening uh only other thing i wanted to talk about though is i finished wolfenstein 2 i talked about it last week and how much i loved it that game is pretty awesome i have a lot of uh great memories from it it has some really interesting moments and awesome moments and just moments you're like what the hell did that just happen <laughs> yes yeah, I, I had a blast with it and uh there there are parts where i kept dying over and over again the combat is kind of like not really pl like level like it randomly gets hard out of nowhere here and there and that was getting a little frustrating to me i didn't turn it down to easy i stayed on normal and i powered through some of those sections and I just, most of the time, I would just be like, oh, I got to change up what I'm doing, and then it would work out. But uh, I like the story beats. I like the characters, and it's, it goes some places. I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously, but 
it goes some places and it was a great ride and i really liked it it's it's up near my top five for the year now it's it's up there it's it's that good it was it was a great time it's one of the best shooters i've played in years honestly i think i i can't really think of any shooters that i'm like man that that, that was as good as wolfenstein 2 so that's recommended that that was a great game it was worth the time worth worth my time uh what i figure what i'm gonna do is when the wolfenstein 3 gets announced because it's going to be a trilogy they already announced that before Whenever that's going to be a thing, I'm going to go play through all three at, uh, in one, you know, in one session or, you know what I mean, play through one, two, and then three, or one, Old Blood, two, then three, whatever, or Old Blood, one, ah, whatever, you know what I mean. I'm going to play them all <laughs> back to back to back when three comes out. So that's my goal with that because I really like my experience and um, there's, I'm probably going to switch the character I save for the next playthrough so I can see both endings. That's going to be pretty cool. So there's that. And yeah, that's that's what's all, what I've been doing. I've uh, been dealing with holiday craziness at work, so I haven't really done much else. So we're going to talk about some news with the... You thought it wouldn't happen this episode, but here it is. The news of interest! We're going to keep this sort of short. i only got a few news stories here. Nothing crazy. It's going to just be loot box shit, which I'm tired of talking about. That's why I said shit like that. Uh, let's see. EA is temporary, temporarily removes microtransactions from Star Wars Battlefront 2. This game, I'm so glad I didn't buy this game. Uh, I heard the campaign's not that great either. It's okay, but not amazing. So I'm not missing much. It's only three to four hours long. Uh, they're turning off in-game purchases until a later date so they can figure out the economy and i heard that it it kind of breaks a lot of the systems in the game this game has very confusing unlocks and stuff i don't want to go into it but there's that they're shutting it off and i hope it goes good for them they say oh we hear you we hear you cloud and cleared so we're turning off all in-game purchases we will now spend more time listening adjusting balancing and tuning this means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline and all progression will be earned through gameplay the ability to purchase crystals in game will become available at a later date only after we've made changes to the game we'll share more details as we work through this that was a really weird reading of that but yeah i don't care <laughs> i don't care you kind of uh did some really anti-consumer stuff and it's biting you in the ass and i'm sorry but i don't think that's a good thing i, I think that, that what they did was sh sh crap um having these boxes or star cards whatever they call them that gave people a huge advantage and you'd have to slog through everything with nothing to get the chance at possibly getting something good and it was sucked you know right so here's another story i saw that's related to loot boxes which just belgian concludes that loot boxes are gambling and will try to ban them in europe thank you belgium finally someone's doing something okay this is via pc gamer and this is according to a google translation okay so it's going to be a little bit choppy ish here we go the mixing of money and addiction is gambling said belgian's gaming commission belgian's minister of justice cohen Geens 
added that mixing gambling and gaming, especially at a young age, is dangerous for the mental health of a child. Apparently, Gaines wants to ban in-game purchases like loot boxes in both Belgium and abroad. He explains that while Belgians, Belgian officials will have to go to Europe to enforce their findings, the Belgian government will certainly try to ban it. So, I think that he has a great point. Should it be banned? I, I don't know. And the thing that... In, it's crazy because... I feel like the the conversation didn't start going like this. Like, the microtransaction has been, been around for years. Like, they've had mobile games with this for years and years, even more, longer than console games. I feel like the, the first few console games I've seen with this were free-to-play games. Then we have Call of Duty, of course, which is one of the bigger games that started doing this. And having a ban on loot boxes sounds insane, but it's it's a form of addiction like you can can get addicted to unlocking these boxes there's youtube videos right where there are people unlocking twenty dollars worth of crates and people watch that shit and they're like wow this sounds like fun i'm gonna you know they do it's such a an insane market um i don't know what this means for the future of loot boxes but <sighs> it's crazy it's a crazy world out there the de developers really need to figure out something else to make up that income that they can't really make up anymore you know honestly if they raise the prices of games 10 15 dollars i would pay that 15 dollars just to not have the loot boxes in the game so if the game's okay and this is us money of course 75 bucks i would pay for a brand new game if it was a high quality game that didn't try to not diamond nickel me every 10 seconds i would freaking play and i have a good time 75 bucks if i get a good amount of hours what i feel like is enough hours out of it maybe for 75 i'd say like a good 30 to 40 maybe 50 hours out of it i would probably feel fine with that you know what i mean honestly it's up to it's not not everybody can say that you know but I would be, have to be more selective my, with what games I purchased, of course, because, you know, I only purchase games I'm going to actually play most of the time. Sometimes I don't. Uh, sometimes I buy a game thinking I'm going to play it and then barely ever do. You know, like Nier Automata. Dude, I played that. I am going to say I am not a fan of Nier Automata yet. I'm only like three to four hours in. Kind of boring. Had cool parts so far, but I'm not, like, thrilled by it like everybody else is, so... You can convince me otherwise if you want. We'll talk about it. But I am not completely thrilled with Nier Automata yet. I will put more hours into it and get back to you on that one. Anyway, what was I getting on here before I talked about that? Oh, the price of games. I think that if they raised the price on games, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. That people would deal with it. It would be kind of an outcry for a little while. Then people would be like, fine, that's the price of games now. This happened when they switched from PS2 to PS3. They used to be $50. They went to 60 I figure when they went to PS3 to PS4, they would do another $10. They should have just did it. You know, the games get more expensive to make. Might as well bump up the price. And then, of course, then you can always get sales. It's not really a big problem. And it would help out developers. They should just do it. I don't know. So, uh, also an another question that's just randomly rattling around in my brain. If a game is like Witcher 3, where there's 100 plus hours in this game, and the developer wanted to say, hey, this game has... 150 hours of gameplay. I'm charging $90 for it. Would you guys pay, pay, pay the $90? If the game was high quality, $150, 
I mean, 150 hours, not $150. So say like The Witcher 3. Say The Witcher 3 with all its expansion passes. They charge 90 bucks for that. And that's a hundred and maybe almost 200 plus hour game. If you do everything, it's more than that. 90 bucks. I would pay that. If I plan to play that game 100%, I want to play through the entire thing. Sure. And of course, eventually go down in sale after six months, whatever. It goes down to 50, 40 bucks. You know, whatever. But $90, but you're getting 100 hours of, let's say you get $90, you get 90 hours of entertainment. So that's a dollar an hour. That's worth it to me. You know, that sounds fun. I would do it. Depends on the game, of course. But what do you guys think about that? What if developers started charging more depending on how much content was in the game? And that's how they advertised, advertised it. What do you think? And, of course, the indie games already do that. They're like, oh, this game's, you know, four hours long. 15 bucks or this game's a small game well it's you can be anywhere up from two hours to 20 to 30 to 40 depending on how much you want to play like minecraft minecraft i think it's like 25 bucks or something that's an infinite game you can be playing it forever you know 25 bucks bam you know i don't know what do you guys think about that what do you guys think about pricing and gaming so we got one more thing to get the little bit of taste of loot boxes out of my brain <laughs> uh let me pull up this thing i tweeted earlier but splatoon 2 has an update coming out a holiday update so here you go i got it it's coming i'm looking it up i tweet too much <laughs> okay so i tweeted the the trailer which splatoon 2 is having an update let's see what they get they get four new stages begin rolling out on November 24th, starting with the Black Friday appropriate Mako Mart, a shopping center that's sure to be filled with fun products to look at while you're waiting to respawn. Joining Mako Mart later down the line are the brand new Sheldorf Industries, along with Wally Warehouse and Arowana Mall, both returning from the original Splatoon. Awesome. Okay. You can prestige now. After you hit level 99, That's that would take hundreds of hours that's that's a long way to go uh there's some new haircuts and there's a new game mode called clam blitz here's the description for that in clam blitz and clam blitz competing inklings are tasked with collecting clams scattered throughout the stage after one is picked up the clam follows the player the objective is to throw the clam into a basket near the opponent's base the first team to score 100 points wins but, of course, this being the fiercely competitive world of Splatoon 2, things are not as easy as they seem. The baskets are protected by a barrier, which must be destroyed first. After collecting 10 clams, the player will earn a power clam. These superpower clams are the key to breaking the barriers, so strategy will definitely be involved in which, clam in which clams are used to destroy the barrier and which ones are used to earn points. Not to mention the extra satisfying opportunity to steal an opponent's clams by splatting them. Sounds like a lot of fun, guys. I, I'm, there's a new Salmon Run stage, too. Awesome. That's really cool. It's called Salmonid Smokeyard. There's new gear, 140 pieces of gear, new music, new hairstyles, how level cap, new amiibo functionalities, all for free. If you own the game, this is a free update. There's no loot boxes. There's no chances of getting this. This is what my tweet says. I've tweeted this trailer and I said, no loot boxes, 
no shenanigans, free DLC, support, and special events. Also, it's a ton of fun, which is the most important part. This is how you do multiplayer. This is how you want a multiplayer game to be. You want it to feel like it respects your time. You're going to put a lot of your hours, a lot of time and energy into this game, right? You're going to... they. If you want me to, okay, so I'm playing Overwatch, right? I am actually just ordered Overwatch for Xbox so I can play with some friends, right? Let's say I'm playing Overwatch. Bam, 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 bam. They do a new update. Awesome. I, I'm sticking around. Uh, thank you. You're rewarding me for playing your game. For that one, I buy, I'll buy loot boxes if I like the skins. For Splatoon, they just put out new content, and people that are part of that community will stay with that game Word of mouth will spread, and more people will buy the game to play with those people that are into it. So, I think that's awesome. I love Nintendo, and this is one of the most pro-consumer things I can think you could do. Like, just free updates just because, just to make the game more interesting, just to keep people interested in the game, keep them playing it, so that the game's still popular and you know the servers don't go to crap and people have a fun time keep on and uh, more people buy it word of mouth like i said it's it's exciting to see at least not everything is negative when it comes to multiplayer games nowadays and of course nintendo is all about positivity and that's awesome so i'm really looking forward to that so we're gonna wind out the day the podcast with just a couple of community co- community comments. I didn't think I got very many this week. And like I said, if you listen, I know there's a decent amount of you. If you guys listen, then uh, you can always leave a comment on the forums. CartridgeClub.org slash forums. And there's a forum. CartridgeClub.org slash forum. So we got a couple of comments here. And of course, we got one from Mr. Dean. Round 2 Gaming. He kind of summarizes the podcast a bit and kind of gives his thoughts on different parts of it. He says that he stopped watching cartoons, but with great reviews, with the great reviews he's hearing of Steven Universe, Rick and Morty, etc., he thinks he's missing out and might have to dedicate some time over the holidays to check them out. And he also mentions, oh, you're wearing a uh, cartoon t-shirt again. Hey, Arnold. Yeah. So for for what I do uh, for my wardrobe, right, if I'm just at home, if I'm just going to the grocery store, if I'm not doing anything crazy, I have a lot of like cartoon character shirts, band shirts, podcast shirts, just, you know, random t-shirts. And I just like to have stuff I like and I wear it. If I'm going to go out, I'll wear like a button up shirt, you know, I'll dress up nicely, but for just kind of going around or just recording a podcast at my house, I just wear whatever. <laughs> right now I'm wearing a Rocco's Modern Life shirt. I I think I wore it a couple episodes ago, but it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just like, hey, it's a shirt, <laughs> and I like Rocco's Modern Life, and it's in a shirt, and it fits me cool, awesome. <laughs> so yeah, um, he says that he would love to see another side-scrolling beat 'em up TMNT game. Me too. Turtles in Time is one of my favorite games. I think it's in my top five for Super Nintendo games. Definitely. I love Turtles in Time. I've played it so many times as a kid, and I still play it now. Let's see. He says he didn't realize how insane the Star Wars news was and how people were freaking out about it. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, man. And um, he said he would love to see Blizzard do a Star Wars game. The studio has one of the biggest fan bases. Okay, the, the question of the week was... 
what studio should do a Star Wars game. So he thinks that Blizzard should do one. Um, he says, so yes, one of the biggest fan bases, they're absolute experts at MMOs, and they put an incredible amount of care into the worlds they built. Not a likely matchup, but I'd love to see it. I'd still love it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and thanks for reading the comments. And here I am. He said he can't wait for 12 frantic days of Christmas, and I can't either. I'm working hard on those as we speak. Well, not as we speak. I'm making this right now. But <laughs> I've made a couple of recordings so far. We're getting there. And it's it's a lot of fun. I, I'm putting a lot of energy into that. So it should be cool. And then uh, we got a comment from a Latino lawyer, Diego. Diego, a Latino lawyer. I can I, I have a problem saying a Latino lawyer. I don't know what's wrong with my mouth sometimes. Anyway, he says, great job thinking outside the box and considering a developer that specializes in 2D platforming games for the Star Wars brand, which I said way forward. And yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And he said he'd love to see Platinum Games make a Star Wars game. Platinum make a Star Wars game as well. I agree. Be incredible, man. Uh, just think about it. Uh, it'd be so fun. All right, let's see if I have any other comments, and then we'll get out of here for the day. Kind of wind down. I think that's it. That's all the comments I got. Nothing too crazy. But if you have a comment for me, what do you think DC should do with their their future movies? And do you even like superhero movies? What do you think about them? Let me know. Uh, let's talk about it on the forum. Let's have a conversation forums at cartridgeclub.org slash forum and i'm plugging it again <laughs> just click on the little frantic frantic thoughts there as soon as the episode live is live there will be a topic and we could talk about it there and we can also talk about it on twitter i'm at frantic society it's frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y and if you give me a follow over there that'd be great if you don't have to follow me you can just say hi and leave me a response to the question at hashtag friend thoughts you can re reply to the uh, tweet that i put out that involves the episode whatever i'm free whatever i'll read it <laughs> we'll read it on the show next week and um i also, also was going to ask you guys what do you think what kind of videos would you like to see from me because i have a lot of varied interests and of course next month i am doing 12 videos so two of those will be podcasts and they will have guests uh like i said not probably not nobody too crazy but a couple of cool people will we'll come on we'll talk about some topics probably you know one of them probably related to holidays because it's that time of year oh yeah and happy thanksgiving i didn't even mention that as thanksgiving right now like when this episode out at thanksgiving eat some turkey enjoy it uh we will probably be doing some family stuff with that day with my uh, girlfriend's family and then on the weekend we'll probably be making my turkey i get a free turkey with my job which is kind of cool it's a cool little perk they give us a free turkey every year and i always cook it uh usually bacon wrap it it's gonna be fun uh like i bake it for a while right and then i take it out when it's still still cooking and i wrap it with bacon put toothpicks in there i weave the bacon like a basket so you go over 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 under over under and i wrap the entire turkey in bacon right and then i cook it the rest of the day and at the end when we're ready to eat it i turn that shit on broil right so that just for a few minutes to get that bacon to crisp up so we have crispy bacon outside of a really awesome turkey and for me in sierra it's usually just us two when i make this we'll have turkey for weeks <laughs> we freeze I, I cut it open we cut it up 
we'll freeze half of that stuff we'll make different things with it and it's great it's it's, it's awesome that the, my company does that for us so we do that and happy thanksgiving but I, I was i was gonna ask what do you guys want me to make like what kind of videos i like to do those reviews they just take a lot of time and um would you want to see little mini frantic thoughts where I just do little news stories. I don't know. I thought about doing that. I was like, eh, that's probably a bit too much for that. I like the idea. It's a weekly show. I make myself do it weekly, even if I'm exhausted. I'm fine today, but some days I'm like, man, i got to make an episode. <sighs> Let's do this. But yeah, <laughs> so um, if you guys have any suggestions, like I, I've, I have some videos. Next month will probably be the best time to ask after, but it, any suggestions until then it would be nice because next month i'm making the 12 episodes two podcast episodes in there of course so 10 different things there might be some connected to stuff i've already done but it's gonna be 10 kind of similar common different and wacky ideas for some of them videos so that should be fun and hopefully those will give you an idea of what kind of videos i like to make i i love editing video it's one of my favorite things to do and then when i have a time to have a cool monologue or script and I can edit to that or I just have a lot of really cool clips to edit together I just love doing it and it's a lot of fun for me it's one of my hobbies and I always miss not I always feel like I'm not doing enough for my YouTube and on my channel is just basically the podcast right now and that's it and I've always was thinking man I want to do the podcast and then one or two other videos a week it's just a lot of time <laughs> and there's so many games to play and I want to play games and I want to, I want to hang out with my girlfriend. I want to go out and I want to do other stuff. So it's like, <sighs> I want to do another video, but I don't want to spend forever on it. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's life things, right? Whatever. I'm just, I'm honestly just rambling now, but that's half of this show. <laughs> so thanks for listening. It's a little bit of a weird format version of the show, but it worked out in the end, and here we are, signing off for the week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your family. Eat tons of food. Have a good time, and I will see you next week. Bye. 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 That's probably getting annoying. Bye. <laughs> see you.